Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Featuring Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will. Welcome back, Ramblers. It is episode... Shit. Is it oh, for fuck's sake. 14, 15, 16 ish? Out of here, man. You're so old. He's, you can't he's even just remember. fucking throwing on numbers at this point. Uh, it's episode uh, 11. Yes, let's go with that. Fuck it. 11 1. Let's go with 11 1. I like 11 3. Uh, no, 11 1. That's a Hobbit reference. Lord of the Rings. Come on, bitch. Get with it. That's a Hobbit reference? Well, Bilba Beggins is a hobbit. No, 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 please, 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 please. <laughs> We're already off track. Please, please. Oh, 13 and a half fucking seconds in. And yeah, no, I can't do hobbits. I can't do the hobbits. Ramblers, welcome to the new episode. I don't even know what day it is. I don't even know what episode it is. Welcome to the new episode. Uh, let's segue to Julia. I think you got a news item. I love that you can't remember anything, but you can still remember Sequay. Great. So happy. You agree that Sequay is going to be my shtick. It's the only thing I have. Please don't strip that away. Yeah. Well, anyway. yeah, don't, don't shtick his shtick. Yes. It's been a little slow in the news world, but there is something fun coming out of Ireland thanks to Black's Brewery and Distillery releasing a very fun single malt that was finished in a rum cask. Now, you might wonder, I mean, whiskey is finished in rum casks all the time. What what, what makes this so special? Well, a couple of things. Black's Nothing. Brewery, fuck off, Mark. Ramblers, in case you forgot, this is a new game, so every time I say, fuck off, Mark, you have to take a shot or a drink. If you took a shot, you might die. We right want now. our audience to live, please. Yeah, so, okay, take a drink and be responsible in your imbibing. But there you go. Just just a reminder. But Black's Brewery and Distillery is Ireland's first co-located brewery and distillery. So one, that's super cool. Two, uh, this is an 18-year-old single malt whiskey, which is actually kind of rare in Ireland. Ireland is much more well-known for their blended whiskeys. So single malt is rare, let alone such an older age statement of 18 years. That's unique as well. And also they're finishing in not just in any rum casks, but in Irish rum casks, supposedly the first of its kind. So Black's was the first distillery to create a fully Irish crafted spiced rum. So that's super cool. Um, And they've used these casks, uh, which once held their award-winning spirit to finish the single malt in. So all sorts of interesting stuff happening there. Only 563 bottles of this unique whiskey were created. It's 112 proof. It comes in this black treasure chest style box. So get your pirate on if you have 500 euros to spend. There it is. I mean, I'd love to try it. I don't have that kind of money. And why why do I feel like rum is still like a like a college like Jimmy Buffett concert parking lot drink that 
it just kind of never grew up. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm wrong here. Right? It seems like everything else has some level You're of sophis- sophistication, except for tequila. Fuck tequila. Um, I will I never, actually- ever, never, oh. ever going to drink tequila ever again. I was going to say, I'd say tequila. Stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs> we make Mark drink tequila. Yes. So if you think I'm bad now, you wait, just wait till you see when I'm on tequila. Perfect. No. Um, well, we're going to explore rum much later. First of all, rum, there's some great shit out there. We're going to yeah. do some stuff. Um, I didn't say it was bad. I'm just saying. Oh, well, that's fine. Don't worry. Mark, what's in your glass, man? I'm assuming rum. <laughs> this is uh, Sailor Jerry rum. I just want, I'm, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, let me pick up this bottle. Four Roses Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey uh, Warehouse N is in Nancy N is in Nancy Barrel Number Two Two Five N is in Nancy. A lot of N's there. N's for men's, right, Julia? Yeah, huzzah! This is a this is a nice go-to bottle. It doesn't really drink like a hundred proof. I guess it's got a little bit of bite a little bit of bite it's got a good enough bite to where i can't talk right smells bourbony um that's my professional review it tastes good so i'm drinking it thank you for roses cheers just no bourbony i hope you heard that america <laughs> julia save us oh am i am i going next you look- oh wait can i can i hear hold on let me Okay, we can go on to Julia because I properly stole her thunder for the mouth swish. Oh, Jesus Christ, what am I doing here? Well, I am actually having a delightful Italian pecorino, which is a white wine. Isn't that a cheese, pecorino romano? It, it is, yes, but it's also it a is. wine. But uh, I'm drinking wine because I don't, well, I mean, I would eat cheese if it was made from plants, but I don't eat like cheese made from animal boob juice okay anyway. let's let's go back to that for one animal we'll come back to that but awesome. there's no such thing as cheese made from plants those are just plants <laughs> well i'd be eating plant cheese that's not a thing okay if, well, if plants are so fucking good why do they keep making it look like other shit that we like like plant cheese whatever the fuck that is or these because humanity because of uh, so now there's packages of plant-based stuff that looks like meat it looks like burger it even has like the the fake blood in it it's and, yeah, and every, I mean, that is that is a little bit disturbing that is uh, very confusing well. to me uh, i'm 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 very confused by that yeah that's okay is, we're gonna get back to plant and all this other shit later what is it yeah, that, oh, wow. justin justin getting the train back on the tracks he has been trying to do that ever since we even dropping the hammer three episode meeting. I am the conductor turning right when there is no right turn to make. And now we're still off track. Tell us more about this pecorino. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to, and everyone else is talking. It smells delightful. It smells very light, like citrusy, a little bit of lime peel in there, a little bit of lemon juice, touch of grapefruit spritz. Uh, definitely getting a lot of melon in this as well. That sounds delightful. 
I just want to say fuck off, Mark, because that's what you make me I, feel. I, I just said that sounds delightful. That was his genuine delightful face. That was, yes. I. Oh. Oh. As I literally accidentally <laughs> spit wine on my mic, I hope this mic doesn't die. But, you know, just getting really close in there. Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> decent acidity, <laughs> medium plus body, really good minerality on this. Uh, it's really easy drinking, fun, great summer wine. That's all I got tonight. I'm she just... didn't save us, Justin. It's your turn. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, I am drinking uh, 101 Cider House. I don't know if it's Cider House 101 or 101 Cider House. Um, it is a cider, obviously. Um, it's a sour cider, which oh. is also a hazy apple cider. It's a scrumpy style. Um, oh, I love scrumpy. Yeah. Um, Wait, do we have any ramblers? Over in the other side of the world or other side of the pond that drinks scrumpy, please write in, let us know, because I miss it. Cheers. So it's, I have to say, I'm pretty sure I had scrumpy when I was in college. For, for those that don't know, uh, antibiotics am, fixed it though. I am a certified cider professional. Uh, so I'm actually a big cider fan. Um, this one's quite interesting. It definitely has a sour, the sour note that you would expect from a hazy sour um, cider. Um, you are, that, How are you are you hazy curious, Justin? I, I love cider. This is fantastic. We should get. I'm sorry. I, we're gonna do cider for sure. We're definitely gonna get cut on cider at some point. But did he just say hazy curious? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm gonna I, go out on a limb and say hazy curious is not a fucking thing. <laughs> well, it if is you world. just saying. All right. Well, um, it's okay. It's nothing to write home about. It's it's okay. I'm kind of Parmesan curious now, or whatever the fuck Julia was pimping, uh, drinking. What? Wow, wow. Okay, okay. But uh, also, Justin, going back to nothing to write home about, but it's enough to talk about on our podcast. I'd love to talk about ciders. Oh, yeah. Because ciders are delicious. Get- you, know what? you know what I want to do an episode on? I want to do an episode on Lambic. Ooh. Yeah. I did oh. do an episode. If we can get through this fucking episode, we could probably do episodes on all kinds of things. Okay, what's next? What's next? Come on, move along, move along. You guys are ruining my show. Come on, let's oh move on. God. Yeah, Jesus Christ. No, I want to talk about... What the fuck is about... Allie when you need her? Yeah. Don't worry, on, we're, we're working on, on that. Justin, us. we'll give you two weeks notice. Don't worry. Yeah, two weeks notice posted two weeks. Allie, we still love you. I want to talk about some ridiculous shenaniganery for Sours My Mash this week. It's not something that actually really irritates me, but I just find it funny and weird. So I, from a day job, work liquor retail. And on Sundays in the state of Connecticut, all alcohol sales end at 6 p.m. This is not anything new. It's been going on for years. You cannot buy alcohol in the state of Connecticut, past 6 p.m. on a Sunday. Since 1791. Yeah, there you go. So it's it's been around for a while. And yet, every Sunday, there are people 
who come and we have already locked up because we lock our doors directly at six who come and knock on the door. And what's even better is when they have been parked outside for five or 10 plus minutes sitting on their phone. And then they, they try and come in, even though they were there at five fifty. you could, you could still come in at five fifty, five fifty five, five fifty seven. You can come in and check out, but no, they just, came in, parked right in front of our doors, sat on their phone for 10 minutes, and then came out at like 6.03 and tried to get in. Like, bitch, please. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say 75 to 85% of them say, I only need one thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they come, they knock on the door and we're all at the counter, like counting the drawers and everything. They knock on the door and we're like, no cut off son go home we don't want you here and then they're like and then they try and knock a couple more times and then they usually throw up their hands or get really irritated at us i'm like come on they're gonna go leave you a bad yelp review on their phone oh man well i would write back to them show you what's up man it just it happens every single week never fails justin what stains your birkenstocks actually (laughs) It, while she was talking about something, I'm, I'm assuming she was souring her mash. Um, wait, I no, you have to go. Pay attention to me, Jesus. Why yeah. am I here? I, I have two things that sour my mash. Um, the first one was already typed in the show notes, which was events coming back too soon. Um, but the one that I'm actually really irritated about is while she was talking, I came across a Facebook ad for the opera. I love that he's browsing on facebook while i'm talking that's okay i do while mark is talking too i do while i'm talking Mm -hmm. what really concerns me is i've literally never said the words or typed the words opera anywhere near my phone or my computer however on the way home today i wanted to have a very relaxing ride so i found the opera station i was flipping through when i came across 500 stations but i wound up leaving it on the opera station mostly because i just forgot to change it um, but because we're being watched and because Big Brother is everywhere, an ad for the opera came up on my Facebook. Oh, there you very, go. very concerning. Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know why you're following me around. Maybe he was in the backseat. I don't fucking know, but I'm very, very concerned. Mark, well, what that was they're, they're starting to allow you to opt out of stuff like that. I mean, probably not to any sort of real far end consequences but they've started to roll stuff out like that out of yeah, being no, they want they want your data uh there's a lot i could say we could do a whole show on that probably get into a lot of trouble but uh <laughs> and so we that. um to get to the point what sours my mash is i actually went to an in-person event today and there were lots and lots of people and i had forgotten the silly silly behavior of my fellow human beings things like going to the bathroom and not washing your hands and you know that kind of shit and uh you know maybe not exercising proper hygiene and you know when you're not wearing a mask you don't filter out a sense of your fellow human beings that kind of a thing. So yeah, maybe we have rushed into sort of the freedom of 
online events or uh, off outdoor events, what meat space, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, it was really bitching to raw dog air. I'll tell you that. Not where our mask was was just absolutely one thousand percent fantastic. For those of you who are concerned about my terminology, HR at swigandramble.com. Thank you. Yeah, are we going to use the hashtag raw dog now? Slash hashtag I have to be honest. I was prepared to go to the maybe maybe piece. not want to use the hashtag. Just let it ride in the show. Maybe we'll get more followers if we use that hashtag, though. Just say we'll, we'll use all the hashtags. Hashtag all the hashtags. Um, <laughs> I I was prepared to go to the mattresses on this episode because we've talked about in person events. Uh, oh, can we talk about go to the mattresses? Uh, Mark, you hate that. What's what's that movie? You hate it. Sorry, forgot that he's Godfather phobic. Yeah, oh yes, Godfather. I'm like the old man. The I old am not. Man. I am not Godfather phobic. I am Godfather piss and venom against. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'm glad to hear you say that because I am dreadfully fearful of not not fearful. I shouldn't say fearful. Dreadfully aware that people are the worst. Yes. They're never going to do the right thing. And I, I yeah. we deal with this every day. Like even from the beginning of this, I wear a mask eight hours a day at work. It's unpleasant. It sucks. Trying to do physical labor of any type with a mask on. I get it. But knowing what's happening now in the United States and around the world with the COVID variants, I do think we probably rushed back into in-person events in order to get the economy going again. I, I understand that. Small businesses, distilleries, breweries, wineries, they, they need, they depend on these types of events and all the other cottage industries around them, the marketing firms and the PR firms and the, the DMOs. I get it. I just, here we are in July. I, I think we're, I think we're fucking ourselves here. I think we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I'm not sure I agree 100%. And, and I think the emphasis of, so there's two things. I'm the one who kind of pitched this topic behind the scenes and I wanted to do this topic. And when I pitched this topic, I had actually gotten up on a Saturday morning and I, I, I did something that I hadn't done in a long time. And maybe it was me sort of romanticizing the whole situation but I bought concert tickets and, and I haven't been to a concert in over a year and a half and I'm starting to get hives and I'm starting to get itchy. I've watched a couple online and it sucks and I don't ever want to do that anymore. I do want to go to live and in-person shows. So uh, I think I'm going to part company with you a little bit on, I think we're effing ourselves from the perspective of whatever this, this thing that we have going on. Um, I think it remains to be seen. I, I, I think I would be severely disappointed to see that we start to go on lockdowns. I think there would be there would be basically civil civil unrest if we get that far because it would be very hard to put that genie uh, back in the bottle. But but just for the sake of perspective, that's where I was going. And then of course I spent the last two days at uh, an in person event, and I remembered why some people are shitty and why I have. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm shy and I'm introverted and uh, I have a social battery and it's very difficult for me to be in some social settings. You put some tequila in me and shit gets crazy, but uh, you know what I'm saying. 
Uh, and just hearing you talk about your experience the past couple of days reminds me and just makes my heart so heavy of people fucking suck. Despite going through a year and a half long global pandemic, humanity hasn't learned, they haven't changed, and they never will. And you know what? This is why I suffer some serious depression, because I have zero hope in humanity of doing the right thing, even learning how to wash their goddamn fucking hands. Like, it's just... That's the one that blows me away the most, really. I mean, we went literally from bathing in sanitizer, literally not being able to find fucking hand sanitizer anywhere in the United States and a mask to, you know, now if you buy a dozen eggs, you get a free bottle of hand sanitizer that they're giving away. But it doesn't matter because nobody's using it. You know, you used to be able to walk into a public bathroom when there was very limited opening. It was very clean. You could smell the antiseptic smell of it being clean and it was great. And now perhaps you smell otherwise. I mean, look, I get it. We're humans. We're we're animals. We're a step above animals. And there are sense, sights, and sounds associated with human beings. And uh, you got to learn to live with that. But yeah, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little strung out from the events of this weekend for sure. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. I, wow, this shit got dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, am, I am, I am shocked that neither one of you challenged my comment that I'm shy and introverted. Let's just say that. Oh no, because I'm a serious introvert and like i know what it is to be a showman but also be an introvert so there it is and, and also i was busy looking at what the difference between all of the rows and the balcony for the opera was yeah there we go and also we are all doing this from our own homes in our own spaces so we can all be introverts and hate other people but still do this podcast because it's super fun and we have a good time because it's a very limited amount of time and we're not actually physically together because, you know, peopling. You know, if we were all physically together, this show would be just that much funnier. It might be. Because I, I, mean, I sense that some of these episodes would result in, like, physical violence. But just, you know. I definitely would have broken your nose by now, Mark. Definitely. Well, you've broken my heart a million times, so. Well, that's what I'm really good at. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, do you have something you want to say? You look very pensive eating your crackers and browsing the opera. So is that like a, is that, is that like a true blue saltine cracker that you're munching on there? It no. is not. It is a, it's Wait, a club cracker. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is too whatever small. Like, oh, like whatever club crackers. Don't get me wrong. I love me a good saltine. Old mm. school saltine. I grew up in the South. I'm down with some saltines. Who else um, is yeah. doing the saltine challenge? Ramblers, mm. weigh in. <laughs> Please. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I so this episode isn't a, meant to be about uh, bashing humanity, although very often we we find ourselves in that. The show is in that. Yeah, that's true. Often, yeah. Um, but here's the thing: we've gone this long. What is the harm? And I understand that there's some financial harm. I get that. I'm not suggesting that small businesses have to continue to suffer. Um, but there's, there's ways to fix that. And we won't go into the politics 
of the oligarchy that is the United States. We won't go into all that at the at, at, in this particular episode. Um, but I will say this: um, my bread and butter is events. Literally, that's what I've been doing for the past twenty years: is in person, face to face events, tastings. That's how I meet, you know, potential guests for my for my old podcast. That's how I met clients. Uh, how I how I introduced myself to clients was going to the Grand Cru de Bordeaux tastings, or um, you know, there was a season practically for tastings in January. They started in January because nobody wanted to deal with you for O and D you know, for October, November, December. So January, February, March was just a slew of every Monday. And I'm sure Julia has been to dozens uh, a year where it's every Monday, every Tuesday, there's a sommelier tasting, there's private events, there's, you know, industry-wide, you know, you know, tastings that you go to, whether they're spirits, whether they're wine, whether they're beer, whether an importer is hosting a show, whether a distributor is hosting a show. I went to one where it was one of the largest distributors in Chicago for beer and people were getting monstrously shit-faced. Um, I get it. These are interesting shows. These are interesting times, you know? I get it. Even even Bevfluence, we had planned on events for 2020. That was supposed to be our our thing. We were launching some new some new projects and the pandemic hit and so we were we were scrambling in june of july of last year to figure out our next move so we wound up doing some virtual things as a lot of other people did um but yeah here's uh, what i think comes out of this uh, i think a couple of things I, I i think how and why we socialize comes back into focus because i think there was this sort of bullion base of social media posing and sort of all of this stuff going on and then things happening socially. And then of course you get completely cut off. And I think a lot of people have really reevaluated who they met with, why they met with them and what they do uh, when they are out. And I, and I think that that actually started to take shape during the pandemic over the summer when things opened up just a little bit and, campground went totally off the fucking charts and you know people did that kind of a thing to where you know that was sort of that type of social activity humans are social animals and they need to get out and i think that that's a big piece of the puzzle but if i could kind of pull this into the realm of the show and yeah this did get kind of weird serious all of a sudden i, I feel like i should I don't know, Julia, you should be interrupting me or something just to, to get the flow of the show. Or... I'm way more thoughtful and I wait until I actually know what I want to say. And yeah, I'm impulsive. I get, I get it. And I then get I'll it. talk when everyone else is done having their piece. Um, I, I, I think a big thing, and, and this is a common question, when I get the opportunity to interview folks who are distillers or who work for distilleries, <coughs> excuse me, um, I think everybody has the same reaction to virtual events, like Zoom events. Everybody's like, hey, you know what? They're really great. We, we really like them. But at the end of the day, I think people are like, eh, we don't want to do that shit anymore. You know, we want to get into bars. We want to drink with people. We want to tell stories. We want to, we want people to look at the bottles. We want people to handle the bottles. You know, we want a, uh, you know, very attractive person 
uh, of the appropriate uh, gender or status or whatever that's there in the bar that, that that's going to draw you in and tell you the story of what it is that's happening. That is a universal truth that's happening uh, from the spirit side of the business. So to me, it's kind of interesting that not a single one of them has said, yeah, we love Zoom events and we're just going to continue doing them. It's like, no, we're going to get the fuck out there again. And, you know, we're going to start doing this, you know, boots on the ground type of marketing. And, well, I think and of course, companies would go back to in-person yeah. events. But I also think for at least some of the organizations out there, virtual events will continue to be a thing. I know for at least my own company, it's a great way to connect with clientele around the world, which normally would not have been available to me where I'm at. So I think it's going to be much more of a hybrid event, which I've been seeing quite a number of my friends across various industries doing. They're like, yeah, we're having an in-person show. We only have XYZ number of tickets left, but you can pay this much and still get to tune in from wherever you are. That's no one, in, no one in America says Z, by the way. It's, it's Z. It's okay. What? It's oh. Z. It's fine. I, fuck no, you're fine. good. No, you're good. I, I, I say Z sometimes. Yeah. Uh, don't defend her. No. Jesus Christ. Stick, oh why don't you ever stick with me on something? Just, why don't you, why, why don't you ever like, yeah, I agree with Mark on this. Did I punch you at the beginning of the episode? No. Then that's me agreeing with you. Okay. But then I'm also wondering, because Justin, it didn't seem like you finished your thought fully or you didn't come full circle on that. Uh, no, because someone you were saying, saying, was Mark, interrupted me. Yeah, um, but you were saying you thought it was too soon or that something like what was the harm in waiting? But also... How long do we wait if a lot of people, and I know the rest of the world is on different timelines when it comes to vaccines. I have friends in many places in Europe who haven't gotten their vaccine yet or maybe just getting their first one. So I know America is a little bit ahead in terms of vaccine distribution. So what, Justin, would you say are we waiting for? Well, I would say a couple of things. Number one, we've got variants that are that are climbing out of the woodwork that we are going to have to deal with. They're prevalent in very specific areas of the country, hence their name, the Delta variant. Um, I would say I would be comfortable if we reached herd immunity, and I mean realistic herd immunity. A real herd immunity in the United States would be 85% vaccinated. There's no reason we can't reach that number. The only reason we can't reach that number is people who are either can't get vaccinated for a medical issue, which is a legitimate thing, or willfully ignorant. Go and get vaccinated, and we can open the fuck up like you wouldn't believe. People have money to spend. Some people socked away their, their extra, you know, I'm not saying all. Some people socked away their, their stimulus. Um, many people use it to pay bills. Bezos, I don't know what Jeff's doing with his, you know, the several billion, dozens of billions of dollars that he made, you know, during this. And again, I don't want to get off on a political rant here. Mark literally has a sock puppet in his. I hand. was just going to say, whoa, we have a sock puppet on the here show. Go, guys. Hashtag Mark's got a sock puppet. How did someone take a screenshot on this I thing? Don't like. Mark's not here. 
But I'm going to make some comments about that pandemic bullshit. Okay. Well, go ahead, Snuffy. I'm, I'm going to call him Snuffy. Call me Kobe. 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 Super inappropriate. Please continue. <laughs> I, I, I can't keep up with it. Sorry. Can't even get the words out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring Kobe back, but, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I have to blame the self-centered entertainment culture that we've cultivated for this because the, the, the plausibility that people continue to perpetuate that there's actually going to be a zombie zombie outbreak and, you know, all of the nonsense associated with this, that, that people believe that they're do. Are you really going to sit there and tell me that the government of the United States has the ability to pull off a hoax or, or some sort of plot associated at that level on a national, on a global level. I mean, I yes, know plenty of people that believe that. No, no, no. I get that. I know that there are people that believe that. I'm confused. Who are these people and what do they believe? Well, that they believe that there is some sort of, uh, that there's 5G in the virus or the virus makes you magnetic or and that this you know, was so, a pandemic. It was all yes, planned to yes, that there's I'm not sure why it was planned, but it was planned. Oh, I know why it was planned. That, that it it's gonna make you Amazon it's gonna Walmart make you use Amazon. shock puppets and act weird on podcasts. <laughs> Does he have a stogie coming out of the left side of his mouth? Yeah. I'll send you some cigars for, for just for Kobe though. Yeah, Mark. Kobe says, go get vaccinated, idiots. There is no zombie pandemic. No, but really, I mean, come on. I mean, we've we've landed on the moon. We're talking about going to Mars, but you don't want to get a fucking vaccine because you think it's going to it's going to make you 5G active and Bill Gates is going to tell you to kill your fucking family or, yeah, and it, or and it tracks you like, uh, hello, going back to the top of this episode when Justin played some opera on his drive home and then he had ads targeted to him about the opera. Justin like, very, they're already tracking us. He let's, let's, very let's, appropriately let's, stated at the beginning of this episode that the crazy oligarchy that the United States has become, it has absolutely nothing to do with injecting you with 5G or making you magnetic or causing a zombie outbreak. It has everything to do with making money at all costs. And we've talked about this before, and it is absolutely ridiculous how everything in our society has been monetized, profitized, and made some sort of advertising model i i'm i'm just sick to death of it episodes to hear about all that stuff that was that was a fun topic yeah no I, I i get it but i mean look i'm very practical i distrust the government you know for for different reasons and i don't want to go down a political episode street but at the end of the day get your fucking vaccines please for this for the love of god you know, uh, the, you can get a vaccine and you can distrust the government at the same time. Okay. You're not going to get 5G. You're not going to get magnetized. Uh, you're going to get herd immunity is what you're going to get. And then, you know, things are going to go back to whatever the fuck normal means. 
I, I must admit I hadn't heard of the magnetized conspiracy. But on that note, I have zero faith in humanity now. Julia, please bring us home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Jesus Christ, I'm depressed as shit. Fuck's sake. Humanity, please prove hey, me Julia, wrong. Julia, Julia. What? I need, here's something therapeutic. Okay. I need you to take a deep breath. I need <sighs> you to, and I need you to say the words. Go on. That was a question. That wasn't, that wasn't a proclamation. Okay, so let's start all over again. I need you to take a deep breath. Oh, yes. In through the nose. Very good. Very good. Okay. Now make the proclamation. Well, that's another episode here at Swig and Ramble. Thank sweet. Fuck me. I don't just Jesus Christ. Shit. shit. You know, Mark, that breath worked for about 10 seconds. Not, not, not enough. Okay. Ali, you're still in. Julia, you're out. Yeah, Justin, Ali, welcome back. Justin, Justin, welcome back. I, I wasn't super worried. Thanks for joining us for this rambling shit show. You know us. You know that's kind of what we do. Sometimes we stay on topic. Oftentimes, Mark really derails shit. Uh, I'm Julia from the We Tipple. We got Justin from Bethfluence and Mark at Resident Pros. Please join our Facebook page where we're not nearly this obnoxious. We have a lot of fun. We have a great, strong, interesting community. We would love to have you join us there. Uh, Mark, you're going to bring us actually home? Join us next time when we discuss those assholes who derail everything and only want unicorns. I love unicorns! Yay! Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers!